Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you today on July 25th. It's a Tuesday, folks, and we've got a lot to get into. Nick Vial's podcast shared some unverified tea. It's sending Bachelor Nation into a tizzy. A lot of people accusing him of uh, shoddy journalism after not vetting the sources. We're going to have that story plus some other Bachelorette recap content to get to. And non-Bachelor news, The Rock makes a substantial donation, plus we have uh, other celebrity affairs happening. This and so much more to get into on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's go. All right, we'll start with Bachelorette. And we're going to finish the second half of this podcast with the Nick Vial Golden Bachelor story. It's a fascinating one. It was late breaking. We just made our video on it. And we're going to discuss that, like I said, second half of today's episode. Well, Charity Lawson tweeted, y'all have to stop speaking on things as if they are fact when simply it's just an opinion. But oftentimes not even that. It's just wrong. And some people are accusing Charity of tweeting like a high schooler. Like, who is she talking to? Is she still talking about Nick? In this case, chances are no, this was posted at 7.54 a.m. this morning, and chances are people are criticizing her uh, sort of uh, rejection of Tanner in keeping Xavier. If you haven't uh, already checked out last night's episode, uh, well, there's no spoilers here because it aired live. Charity went with Xavier, Aaron, Joey, and Dotton getting rid of Sean and Tanner. And was it a relatively interesting episode? No, not at all. It was not an interesting episode, but I don't blame Charity for that. You know, there's just not too much going on. There aren't any crazy stakes, no crazy fights. I don't expect any of the top four to fight. We're not going to have a Sean Booth, Nick Vial type of thing. We're not going to have that. Even the two-on-one date was the most polite two-on-one date. It was just Tanner and Sean passing Charity back and forth like a game of tag. Uh, There was you know, uh, w- but I think we're going to get the drama once we get to the heartbreak. We're just not going to get that surface level bro fighting drama that we got in episodes three and four, the braid in fighting with Aaron type of thing that that was early drama and that is dead now. So we're excited to see where it goes, but we're already on hometowns. We just finally got to know the guy's names and here we are. In other news, Barbie struts to a record $26 million Monday for Warner Brothers. Is anyone working out there? This is why we like stay at home working, right? Send a few tweets and go to a little matinee on a Monday. No wonder nobody watched Charity's episode. They're all watching Barbie. Greta Gerwig's movie will race past the $200 million mark at the domestic box office Tuesday, while Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer will clear $100 million. So it looks like Monday's uh, Barbie, or Barbie on Monday, is the highest of rated Monday ever overcoming Jurassic world, which had 25 million. And I think there was another one that was close. Maybe the dark Knight was also close with 24 million, which again was Christopher Nolan's previous movie, the dark Knight. So either way, I, have you guys seen Barbie yet? I haven't seen it. I'll probably see it. We don't really like crowds, so I'll probably wait, but um, no new movie, no new movies coming out as the SAG Aftra is on strike with the Writers Guild. Here is uh, famed actor Brian Cranston fighting for the good guys. Have a listen to what he had to say uh, as he gave a speech about the strike. That you look through things through a different lens. We don't expect you to understand who we are. 
He's talking to the uh, executives, Bob Iger, who made, I think, $54 million two years in a row, or $54 million over two years for Disney. But we ask you to hear us, and beyond that, to listen to us. When we tell you we will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots. You take away our right to work and earn a decent living. And lastly, and most importantly, we will not allow you to take away our dignity. We are union through and through, all the way to the end. Thank you. God bless you. Stay together. We will win this fight. God bless you. Wow, look at that. Oh boy, that's Brian Cranston, folks. Oh, Breaking Bad, and and people might say, oh, he's just a multimillionaire giving a speech. Sure, but these are multimillionaires that are speaking on behalf of the working class actors that are Uber drivers and wait staff. You know, people that are just getting by. And good on him for that. And he's not the only mega celebrity putting his money where his mouth is. The Rock, aka Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has a seven-figure donation to the SAG fund. Here's how to collect the money so the actually and again I'm, I'm in screen actors guild can i get some of that coin the rock dropped at least a million bucks to help working actors get through the sag after strike and if you're one of them there's a way to reap the benefits um anyway we're not going to get into all of the ways to reap the benefits here you can google it but good on um the rock you, you guys know i mean he has that um his production company's called like seven bucks or whatever it's called it's the amount of money he had in his pocket at his lowest he was down to his last seven dollars and of course the rock has cooked up quite the bank account he's got all the you know the fast and the furious movie i mean it's just the dude's just swimming in cash so good for him for uh for uh you know socializing some of that to some of the actors out there not making uh, nearly as much uh, i'm going to share with you guys a very fascinating update on the carly uh robbins or excuse me carly russell story after a quick word from our sponsor and Carly Russell, you might remember her. She was the one who claimed that she was kidnapped. Now her ex-boyfriend puts her on blast, calls her a liar. He posted this on his Instagram. Carly's actions created hurt, confusion, and dishonesty. I was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex, Carly Russell. Myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern. We are disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation. I strongly feel exactly like you did, blindsided with Carly's actions. This is still an ongoing investigation but with all of the recent information in her confession, now we gain closure with this situation. Thank you to all of my friends, family, and the nation for support through this. I want to also send my prayers and thanks to Miss Angela Haley, Harris, her team, and all of the volunteers. Thank you again for your unwavering support. The severity in this matter has not been overlooked, and I deeply respect the genuine support shared during the situation. Please continue to keep us in your prayers with love. Um, so, if you haven't followed this story, we haven't really been covering it too much here. There was a young woman who claims she was abducted and then several days later returns home. And the story got very fishy. I think the FBI found search terms on her computer, like how to kind of get away with getting, you know, pretending to be kidnapped and you know, stuff like that. And 
Anyway, she released a statement confessing to it. And by the way, if you are deranged enough to fake your own kidnapping, you probably have mental health issues. So I am uh, reserving space to have grace for her in this situation. But at the same time, there were so many volunteers out there searching for her and you know putting their uh, time and energy into her recovery just to find out it was all a hoax. Here's what she had to say, a statement being read uh, by her attorney. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 9th, 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident, but this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, as to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter. Carly again asks for your forgiveness and prayers. We have a meeting scheduled with Mr. All right, so very fascinating. She made up the whole abduction story where she claimed she saw a toddler walking along the highway. Either way, yes, please get the help that you need. All right, so we're going to get to our bachelor stories of the day. If you want to check out the content we don't have here on the podcast, I released some clips from Sean Booth's interview with his baby's mama regarding, and I thought it was a very funny conversation they had regarding how they plan to be to parents and will they give the kids alcohol when they're teens, you know, just completely irreverent stuff to, to childbirth. You know, it's like, you're going to have a few years to figure that all out. So we'll get into, um, you can go catch that on YouTube. We'll get into the Nick story on the golden bachelor in a second. But first today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating. Well, reach your goals with delicious calorie, smart and protein, smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes too. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. I don't know about you guys, but I've actually... Uh, I've uh, ordered a second honeymoon. You know, my wife and I couldn't decide if we wanted to go to Bali or the Maldives, so we decided to do both. And so our second trip, the one to the Maldives, is taking place in a few months. And your boy, your boy needs to snap out. I mean, I've doing, I've been doing a lot of uh, summer barbecues. I've been pu- uh, putting some extra French fries in the fryer later, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm finally realizing I've, uh, you know, I gotta get, get back to that uh, healthy eating, and I'm being helped by HelloFresh here. Go to HelloFresh.com/slash rush hour 50 and use code rush hour 50 for 50 percent off plus free shipping we'll have a link in the description where you can use that code i mean 50 percent off is not a bad deal hellofresh.com slash rush hour 50 code rush hour 50 for 50 percent off plus free shipping america's number one meal kit and we'll have to see i mean yeah I, all i want to do is eat s'mores by the fire i don't think s'mores are in the meal kits i think it's a little healthier than that but either way uh for those that are kind of taking part in the sponsorships let us know what you think uh leave me a dm on instagram at d and we'd love to hear from you okay so here's how it goes nick viel has been very critical along with other you know, people in the bachelor world of reality, Steve in the past for releasing unverified tea on contestants. Uh, now it seems we have just that. Now, Nick doesn't release the tea. 
his producer does, but it's Nick's podcast. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. We'll have to see if any of it's confirmed, but have a listen. This is me on today's YouTube reacting to the story where Nick, uh, I guess, exposes the rumor unverified. You have to remember unverified that the new golden bachelor, uh, actually cheated on his late wife. It's a very fascinating and heartbreaking, completely unverified story. Have a listen. This girl who DM'd me, this person who DM'd me, her dad, I believe, knew someone who worked with him or like whatever. So it's like the, the dads are all around the same age. And the DM said, so apparently his wife died in 2017 and he was having an affair with another woman at work before she died, then lost his job with the company because he... Look at Andrew Spencer. Oh my gosh. By the way, Andrew Spencer, we recorded over a couple of days ago, will be the next guest on Driving with Dave here, but he is just uh, shocked at this news. He left an inappropriate voicemail for a woman at work and accidentally got sent to the whole company. My dad says he's a slime ball. Who's got that voicemail? We need the voicemail. We need the voicemail. We need the voicemail. How is it? But has this been verified? Are we just, are we just, I like to trust the people who DM me. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, And then Nick responds with, oh my God. So we actually have a moment here where, and again, the buck stops with Nick. This is his show. But we have a real conundrum here where Nick's actually on the side of the skeptic that this story probably isn't true, in which case you wonder, is it salacious enough that you need to put it in the episode so that people talk about it? Maybe, but what's the collateral damage? Like, what if we find out, no, Gary was actually on a break from his wife, or maybe they had an open relationship. What if there's all these things that you find out that are true, and then now this news, which that, which was that he cheated and all these things, which, again, involves his late wife, his late wife who can't share her side of the story. She's passed six, six years ago, right? So it gets very murky, to say the least. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's an allegation specific. I, this producer right here is quick to say it's an allegation. Like she's quick to, to tone it down versus the producer on the left. And I'm not here to point fingers. I'm just, I'm just, I'm seeing this sort of dynamic. We almost have a, uh, uh, the, the, the devil and the angel on on either uh, shoulder of Nick's here Uh, with the one on the left says it seems very specific. And most of these times, uh, allegations are pretty specific. It's Again, an allegation. Hard it's to unproven. Verify, but I wanted the people to know. I have specific bullshit things said about me daily. But I'm also like, I second that. <laughs> and actually, when I talked to Andrew Spencer, which you're going to hear this Saturday, we talked a lot about that. People digging up your past and trying to destroy your character and wanting to see the nasty side of you. Like we all have our bad days. We all have. And again, I'm not condoning cheating. That's far from what I'm doing. I'm just saying I would like, if, if this were me here right now, again, and I'm not taking any, any, any moral superiority. It's a real tough conundrum. When you get a hold of this information, you go, I want to share it. And you know, as far as the producers are concerned, there's probably a little battle between the two of who's a, the better producer who can bring Nick the, the, the tea, right? You, you really start to wonder like what kind of follow-ups were done. Um, I know reality Steve likes to get people on a phone call because it's very easy to just send out some random thing from a burner email address, but get get someone on the phone. Uh, they don't have to share who they are. Like you don't have to share your sources, but you need to know who they are. You need to know their full names. You need to know what they're saying and, and if they have any further proof that that would be the truth. Like if this was true, if this is true and it was in a voicemail was sent out to a company wide amount of people there's going to be several other people that will verify this we'll know within a day or two was that voicemail <laughs> like 
<laughs> like, do you think he was moaning and groaning? Hey, baby. <laughs> I just want you to know, woman, I get off of this work here. <laughs> I don't know why I went by you. I don't know why I went by you. <laughs> you got inspired by the episode. <laughs> Is it? Is yeah, you were that uh, that boat driver at the yeah. Yeah. I think she likes one of them more than the other yeah. one. If she don't pick none of them, I'm ready. I was like, this man is not media trained. It's like, I like this guy. He's funny. Gary's 71. How can he not have a little couple like skeletons in his closet? Yeah, but that mm-hmm. was when she his wife was alive. That's Yeah, especially if he's going to play like the widower card hard. Well, because and I don't think he is playing the widower card. That's just part of his identity. That's like Michael A. Now doesn't play the widower card. It's part of his identity. That's like, uh, you know, you just deal with that's the life he lives. He's no longer he had to deal with. Uh, so could there have been a situation where he was unfaithful and still uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if there's so much, or or we can just assume this is, if it is a disgruntled person. Like, so say Gary put his hand on someone's shoulder, and that was inappropriate. You, know, you shouldn't touch people at the workplace, right? Say he did that. Is there a disgruntled employee who didn't get the bonus he wanted at the end of the year talking trash about Gary? Like, so many human conditions come into these types of shows, being that he is now going to be catapulted to success. Like, fame doesn't necessarily change the person who receives the fame, but it makes people around that person super weird. He's been, he's like, here's this photo of my wife and she would love me doing this process. And I'm like, oh no, Gary. No, hold on. All right. So the accusation is what again? That he was cheating on his wife before they he left her. Did he? By the way, can we get Nick bigger candles? Can we just get a plume of candle that goes all the way to the ceiling? Maybe like a chimney Maybe like a stacked chimney of candles. Leave her? Did they get divorced or is she... She died. She passed. Yes. Okay. Well, may, do we know what she... Cancer. Come on, How guys. she left this earth? Heartbreak. Just oh, <laughs> boy. She heard the voicemail and... In- Joking about uh, Gary's late wife. Oh, this is... Th- this is why we can't have Golden Bachelor. Because we got a nice guy. And here we are saying his wife died of heartbreak. Okay. Instantly passed away. Yeah. <laughs> Because maybe it was one of those things where she was like, it's a funny unable joke, to but... perform. What? Like love, and maybe she was like, "I want you to go have your needs met." I actually appreciate Nick taking the uh, the side of Gary here and saying maybe his wife didn't want to have sex anymore. Maybe she was just happy tending to the garden and raising the ch- kids and the grandkids, and maybe she said, "Gary, go bang your coworker." Maybe we'll we're literally never gonna know she's passed away, and maybe they had an open <laughs> open relationship. Open relationship. How do yeah. we know? Yeah. But what about the voicemail and getting fired from your job? Well, that that has nothing to do with consent from his wife in terms yeah. of an open relationship. That just might be like, hey, Gary, I know your wife approves of you. Like now, I feel like people can are are going to be very upset with Nick, uh, sort of platforming this unverified tea. But at least he doesn't take the tea bait. He realizes, hey, people have said way worse things about me. Sling in it, but like HR doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how does the, uh, the fact that a voicemail is getting like disseminated to an entire yeah, company? Yeah, how is that is being crazy? transferred? Yeah, well, yeah, also, correct. That's a great question. That, is that even possible? That's not, it doesn't make any sense. What how is, does a voicemail... I'm going to see if I can send a, 
I, you, can. you can. You can on an iPhone, but this might have been before iPhone. Oh, maybe times. you tried to like connect to her. Like, uh, there's no way Gary would have been line? able to even accidentally send a voicemail to his entire phone book. Not his entire phone book, but like, what the, if he the called phones. the restaurant yeah. and everybody heard it? Wait, the restaurant? Because he worked in restaurants. Oh, oh, he's a oh. restaurateur. Right. Oh, oh, that is a red flag. Yeah, that he's a restaurateur. Yes. Like. People be fucking. Yeah, it's just like part of your DNA to like live in that industry. People be fucking as well. At restaurants? Yes. 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 And Tony passed away from an illness is what the article say. It doesn't say what oh. illness. Tony. I said, what was it last week? I cannot wait for people to start like, you know, coming out with receipts. And they did. And they it took a week. It took a week. It took a week. Ah, see, the excitement that there would be tea on golden... Bachelor is a little unsettling, but this is the game. This is the game that I think we're all a part of, which sounds gross to say, but this is the game of watching a show. Now, traditionally, it's been people in their 20s and 30s for the most part. Now it's an older guy. And I guess when it comes to age representation, uh, drama follows old people do, right? Uh, you ever watch The Notebook? I mean, they were young at the time, I guess. Oh, Kim Ryan Gosling and the other, James Marsden. Marsden was the good guy. What, you know, right? What, you know, he built her, whatever. Um, very fascinating. It's the game we're all in as we watch the show. I guess the, the, the thing would be, though, is to not revel in the chaos and not say, oh, I'm so excited. There's some info on Gary. It's like, we don't know. We don't know, folks. Again, not pretending I'm better than anybody else because I could have chosen not to make this video, but it's already up on the platform. So I might as well have a fan's thought on this. So I would say foul on Nick for sharing this without any further like vetting to begin with, but kudos to Nick for at least questioning the... Uh, the source and questioning all of the things around it. Man, oh, this world Gary. is evil sometimes. Can't have well, something I, nice. I, they can come I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say there's a lot of suspect information here. One being this voicemail that that sounds like an email or a text. I can see a mass email. Yeah. Oh, true. How do you send a mass voicemail? Well, do it, you want me to ask? <laughs> well, maybe it was like yeah. the phone lines. The fact that he's that she said, they my dad he says he's a slime ball. Oh, okay. So I third part, that. why? Because that's well, such a dad thing to go say. To the dad. He's a slime ball. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the human centipede of knowledge here, right? Nick's questioning his producer who got the information from a girl whose father worked with, you know, this is pretty, this is ass end of the human centipede. So he was the coworker. So he had Maybe got the he's jealous of Gary in that great head of hair. Yeah. Gary has a better head of hair than most 29 year olds. Yeah, I mean people I, will be jealous. Yeah, that that could be it. You know what, Team Gary so far. Yeah, wow. I hope it. I hope the rumors aren't true about the infidelity. But this is an unverified rumor. It's my job to report, and we have to remember and be careful here. If we are considering ourselves reporters, then you need to vet your sources. Again, I am not operating from a place of moral superiority. It's a tough game. It's, you know, no, none, no one, uh, I, I'm assuming Nick's producers didn't go to journal school to be our journalist school, excuse me, <laughs> journal school, just where you just journal all day long. Uh, in today's journal school, we're going to be uh, making vision boards. No. So look, 
Um, I'm I'm not casting a a, uh, a wild judgment on them, but I know people will. I know people will. I, I kind of just understand how how tough of a needle it is to thread sometimes. But at the same time, we have to remember that, like I said before, this is what year several years ago everyone was up in arms at Reality Steve for sharing things that weren't vetted or the truth and this and that, and he got a lot of shit for it. And now I'm I'm promising you. I haven't heard yet what Steve's take is going to be, but I promise you he's going to be very much eviscerating Nick in his podcast for platforming this flat rumor. Now, could it be true? Yes, we're going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. But in the meantime, I encourage everyone in my audience to just take it with a grain of salt. He's filming the Golden Bachelor Gary is filming his season right now. So odds are he doesn't even have his phone or social media. And who knows? Maybe he only has like a flip phone or like a Nokia brick phone. Maybe he doesn't even have a... Maybe he's not even privy of this information that's out there. But either way, I think for the most part, people that see this go, okay, well, we're going to need a little bit more proof than this, as salacious as it may be. I'd love to know what you guys think. And as far as other news goes, I think, oh, you know, there was one more story here. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you guys one more quick story after a word from our sponsor. All right, so this one is a non-Bachelor story. It's the Ariana Grande. So Ethan Slater, who, by the way, I have no idea who this is. He's an actor. He doesn't look like a day over 12 years old. He informed his wife, Lily J., about Ariana Grande romance days before the news broke, says a source. Ethan Slater informed wife that he was done with their marriage shortly before his romance with Ariana Grande, uh, according to a source, another source close to Ariana denies it. All right, so one source says this happened, one source denies it. But the insider exclusively tells Us Weekly, Ethan sat Lily down a few days before the news broke about him and Ariana and said that he wanted a divorce. Lily never saw it coming. He's 31, uh, Grande's 30, and they connected on the set of the upcoming Wicked movie and weren't shy in front of the cast and crew, per the source. Ariana and Ethan weren't careful. They'd hold hands on set in between takes. They were sloppy and not hiding it. Oh, it's a tale as old as time. A showmance, folks. Slater and Jay, who welcomed a son in 2022, celebrated 10 years as a couple last November, one month before he left to film Wicked in London. While he was since gone, pri- while he has since gone private on Instagram, his Mother's Day tribute to his high school sweetheart raised eyebrows and headlines about him and Ariana. Happy first Mother's Day to the most loving, caring, and wonderful mom person in the world. From me and this little guy, Slater gushed on the app in May. Us confirmed earlier this month that things turned romantic between Slater and Grande amid the Thank You Next singer's own separation from now estranged husband Dalton Gomez. Ariana and Ethan are dating. However, things are fairly new. Ariana and Dalton split in January and Ethan is separated from his wife. Ariana and Ethan have only recently begun seeing each other, but they have a lot of fun together and are enjoying each other's company. All right. So anyway... Uh, maybe Gomez, maybe the exes could then start dating. I don't know how this works, but yikes, these showmances. You go off, to, you know how it is, the tale is old as time. You go off to film some little, you know, Wizard of Oz movie, and next thing you know, you're holding hands with the star. It's like, all right, can we, is this a Meisner technique? What is this, folks? And by the way, Wicked had to halt filming because of the Screen Actors Guild strike. So somewhere, I guess somewhere in London, there's just a whole set 
uh, designed from Wicked that's just sitting there probably rusting. All right, well, that's it. Some wild news. We tried to give you some some highs, some lows, and some stuff in between. But as always, we're going to have all our entertainment news every afternoon. Thank you guys so much for subscribing, sharing, and all the positivity you're bringing to the channel. I really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor at Rush Hour. Bye.